everyone. Mark Abrams here in Philadelphia. I got a uh, who do I got online here? My man Brandon <laughs> Brandon Chambers. Uh, who on October twenty third is uh, taking on uh, taking on a uh, undefeated Blake Quintana at the Live Casino in Maryland. Uh, how you doing, Brandon? I'm doing great, Mark. Yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing doing pretty good. So talk to us about this fight coming up on on Saturday night, October twenty third. And next Saturday night, the 23rd, this is going to be a spectacular show put on by Jetta Promotions. It'll also be my first time fighting for a title. I'll be fighting for that ABF Atlantic title against another undefeated fighter, which is uh, this show is going to be fireworks here. Are you gaining more confidence? I see. I saw your last couple fights in Philadelphia. It seems like you're gaining even more confidence with each fight. You're a very confident guy to begin with, but yes, it seems sir. like you're getting gained more confidence with each fight. Absolutely, because like, um, like a lot of people know, I don't have that much amateur experience, so I'm really learning on like the job. It's just like being a policeman. Like, I pretty much didn't like. I, I learned. I just got like the meat and potatoes in the academy, but like I really learned on the field, and that's how it is with boxing now like i'm learning as i go along each fight um talk about coming back to to maryland you said you came up to, to philly first of, all, first of all i just noticed you what's up with that mustache oh yeah you don't like it <laughs> what, 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 is it the little you got the little curl on the end of the mustache yeah you, you, you must have been bored one day or something right <laughs> oh I, I actually was like um i really haven't um been like grooming up my like, face and hair, so I said I'll do that after camp. So, and, I just and, been, and, and the, the the great thing about Brandon, he'll tell everyone he's handsome, but you know, it, it makes him even more handsome. But right. you know, <laughs> so, so just get back, talk about getting back to to Maryland to, to fight. Man, like living in Georgia and then being able to come back and fight it and fight in front of and fight fight in front of all of my family friends and fans like this is going to be big like i can't wait to come back man like it, it's just going to be awesome i mean i was shocked and we talked about when i saw you in philadelphia about the amount of people you brought up to philly you know from maryland from georgia you know not, not that right. i was shocked but you know we normally don't see that from people who are not from the philadelphia area right yeah like um that was actually huge for me. It was like, wow, I bring all these people from Maryland, D.C., Virginia, Mississippi, Atlanta, New York, all just to see me fight in Philadelphia. That was awesome. Obviously, it's a, a bigger venue, so we expect more uh, turnout for you on October 23rd? Absolutely. So talk about Blake Quintana. What does he bring to the table, 4-0? Don't know much about him haven't really seen any tape on him that i can find seeing his box rec our um our opponents like mirror pretty similar I'll, I'll be his best opponent he'll be mine's um only thing i know about the kid is his family owns a, a boxing gym so that's that's so you know about his family, but not about him. That's uh, no. that's interesting. You and you, I was about to ask. I know you put, you know, you you obviously not a lot of amateur uh, experience, as you said about yourself. Kind of, you know, working your way, you know, fighting a couple guys that yeah, you're probably expected to beat. Now fighting a guy, at least on paper, four and zero. 
I mean, do you prepare harder? I mean, I'm sure you always prepare very hard, but you expecting this to, to be maybe a little bit uh, more competition for you? Um, to be honest, I I train for them like how I train for every fight because one punch can train everything. So like I'm I'm training just as hard as I did any other time because like you never know who's going to show up. So. I'm definitely going to be ready for him now with whatever he brings. In your first uh, six fights, um, your first six fights, have you have you seen uh, opponents before the hand for the most part or no? Um, only two of them. And that, that helped a little bit. But, like, when you got a different guy in front of you, like, you probably bring out the, the best in a person or the worst in, like, a person. So, like... You really can't judge a book by its cover, and so especially judge somebody off tape with how they're fighting someone else versus how they're going to fight you. Talk about you very special relationship with your promoter Tony Jetter. He, even before I even met you, he was just talking so glowingly about you. Uh, it's a very special relationship that even you know, yeah, it's almost like a, a brother type relationship. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to, to speak on that. Yeah, he's like my annoying big brother that always plucks my nerves. Like, nah, but like, I love Tony to, to death. He's also my um, my youngest child's goddad. Um, well, I didn't even know that. So, even even you know more uh, even more closeness with you two. Yeah, he he family now. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was it. it is it's real funny because either with him, either you love him or you hate him as an amateur. So, so sometimes, sometimes in the same day, <laughs> right? <laughs> as an amateur, I boxed on two of his amateur cards. I lost one. I won one, and then um, after that, kind of walked away from boxing. Then I started back up again, just training. Then when he came to the police department. He did a ride along. I seen him sitting back in like my chair. I'm like, hey, do you remember me? He had this stupid look on his face, like, no, am I supposed to, sir? I said, I, I told him who who I was and everything. He was like, oh my god, that is you. You cut your hair. I said, yeah, I had to. And then ever since then, I like I we I forged an unbreakable bond. So, so was that actually him who? She said after a couple of tournaments, you kind of stepped away from boxing a little bit. Was right. he the one who kind of pushed you? No, I won't say push. That's the wrong word. But kind of maybe uh, urged you or let maybe led you back into boxing? Um, no, I um, I actually just start training again. It's like whenever you stop and then like you go visit the gym and like you just smell that like like you smell like the sweat and blood and just the competitive the competitiveness and like the gym it just mm-hmm. makes. It just draws you back in, so that's what happened to me. Cause my box, my boxing gym was also on my post, so I go in and just um, check on like the guys. And then one day it just hit me, and this was even before Tony had um, walked into my precinct. What um was how long how long was that uh, hiatus from from boxing? Three years. Oh wow. And then, it, and at that point, you turned pro, or did you have a couple more amateur fights after that? 
Yeah, no, I said, man, I said, fuck this. I I had just turned um, pro because um, I just figured I was getting too old for the amateurs, and I figured, like, well, I might as well get paid for, like, fighting. That's always been my philosophy. If someone's going to punch me, I better get paid for it. So. Right. <laughs> so uh, you got this fight, and, and I know all Tony's shows there. I know you fought on a couple at the – Maryland, at the live casino in Maryland, Hanover, Maryland, the massive crowds there, not only to see you, but, you know, the, the rest of the, of the, uh, the, uh, card, what's that like fighting in front of, you know, you know, four or 5,000 people? Um, to be honest, like I never think about it till after like the fight is over. I'd be like, Holy shit. I just fought in front of all these people. Wow. Like, cause as an amateur, I never fought in front of that many people so like i guess that's a good thing i just kept just kept focused on my opponent and not like the nervousness of having everyone around just watching me especially with that like big of a venue have have those you know uh, obviously we mentioned that you bring a lot of people but the people who weren't there to see you did they become fans of brandon chambers as well oh yeah yeah most definitely like um I'm improving my defense, but a lot of people like my style because like it's it's action packed and I um I press forward and I keep punching. Two knockouts in, in Philadelphia again, like we said before, a lot of fans can see you, but it, it, everyone loved you in Philadelphia. Right. Um, you know, two two knockouts there. Well, you talk about that quick experience. Oh man, like it was great and just like fighting in Philly, like like getting two. Stoppages up in the town where I lost the amateur fight at, like that, like that just felt great, and I also felt like a few of the Philly fans adopted me as their own, and I I hope to fight it in Philly again so that um, more of the Philly fans and just Philadelphia can adopt me as as their own. That's that's a great place fighting, like one of the big meccas of boxing to me. You uh. Like I said, it says five zero and one on your record, but but you you ducked a big opponent in Philadelphia. You know you know that, right? You, but uh, Brett, he's like, well, now I'm gonna tell him. So uh, there's a a delicacy in Philadelphia called the Philly Taco, where uh, where you wrap Jim steaks, which is one of the big steak sandwiches, place inside a slice of Lorenzo's pizza, which is like this big. I mean, let me let me. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like this big. And, you know, people, you can look it up, Philly Taco. And he both times he came to Philly before I, after the fight, I'm going to eat a Philly Taco. Didn't go either time. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to get that done. In in our business, you you ducked the Philly Taco. See, listen, I'm going to have Jetto promote that. It's going to be the header versus the Philly Taco. You know what? I even offered to buy the steak sandwich part of it, and you still ran, ran from it. It's unbelievable. We can work it out. Next time in Philly, Next we're gonna we're gonna you know when we do our pre-fight interview, we're gonna talk a little bit about the boxing, and maybe we'll maybe I'll bring a Philly top. I mean, I'm not gonna eat it. I'll bring it on just to get your juices flowing. That's a deal. Please, yes, <laughs> bring me that. Yes. To, uh, I'm going to put it right in front of the screen and, and dangle it for you just to get you going. <laughs> and then, and then you'll, then you'll see uh, chambers weighs in 143 the next day instead of 126. And then he'll blame it. <laughs> he'll, 
he'll he'll blame it on me. So uh, any last things, uh, Brandon, before we let you go? Uh, I just like to, to to give a shout out to Tony and Kristen Jetta over at Jetta Promotions. Um, a few of my sponsors, uh, Zoe from Vital Hydration, my mom at um, Mimi's Ice Cafe, Brian Shea over at Tactical. What's Mimi's Ice Cafe? That sounds interesting. That's uh, my mom's ice cream shop um, where she oh. specializes in infused ice cream with alcohol. Uh, well, you know, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't drink, but I'm an ice cream kid. Can I get ice cream without the alcohol? Do yes, people sir. come in there and do that? Do they, they yeah. look at you? They look at you funny if you go in there. And you don't. You don't eat the uh, the, the special alcohol. No, uh, uh-uh, not at all. She she has um, three of my favorites, which I have to stay away from now. She has an apple pie, this oatmeal cookie craving, and a cheesecake cookie monster. Oh they my got, god! They, they they got cookie dough in there. Yes, uh, I'm there. Just just give me two three scoops of cookie dough, and I'm good to go. Oh yeah. And where also, is, uh-huh. where where is this located? This is located in Lawrenceville, Georgia, seven one eight okay. East Krogan Street. How far is that from the ATL? Uh it's about uh, uh, half an hour. Right, well, if I'm uh, <clears throat> if I'm doing a if I'm ever I just did a broadcast there in April, so if I'm ever down there, I might have to uh, somehow get get an Uber and uh, absolutely <coughs> get, excuse me get get, get some. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go eat some ice cream right now after this interview is done. You're making me hungry here. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so, uh, where do we find you on social media? Yes, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Brody Chambers, but my main platform that I'm always on is on IG. That's underscore team dot Brody. Again, that's underscore team dot Brody. You can find me there. You can question. You can send me questions. Anything like I'm, I am a open book. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on the screen for you. Hold on. Okay. And also a shout out to my other sponsor, the Sporty Dog, which they're hosting a hot dog named after me called the Hitter. What's on the Hitter is a spicy sl- slaw with sriracha and a pickle spear served on a potato roll. So th- th- this interview has been a little bit about boxing, but a lot about Philly tacos, ice cream, and hot dogs. Yes, sir. I, just, I can deal with it. I wish all interviews were like this. <laughs> <laughs> so we got an underscore team dot Brody on IG. Yes, sir. <clears throat> we'll see you on October the 23rd at the uh, Live Casino Maryland down in Hanover. Kind of kind of homecoming uh, kind of fight, isn't it? Absolutely. A homecoming. Brandon Chambers, thank you for a few minutes of your time. We will see you on Saturday night, October 23rd. Yes, sir. See you later, Mark. See you later, everyone.